Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the No Huddle Show on a Friday night. Uh, we're here to kick your weekend off right, get you all the sports news and noteworthy things uh, coming at you live. Uh, this is Mike. Hey, Sam. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight, man? You know, uh, Thursday night, man, it's a, it's a good night during football season. It is. You know, you can get some wings and some oh, yeah. beers, oh, yeah. and you watch the game. It gives you a, a reason to, um, uh, you know, do something else on Thursday that's like you would rather do on on Sunday, right? So yeah. a normal Sunday activity becomes available on on Thursday and Mondays and Mondays for sure. Now I'll, I'll say this: nationwide, <clears throat> Bengals Jaguars doesn't really move the needle very much. Uh, you know, it, re, that's more of a regional game. Uh, as a Bengals fan, I was happy uh, with with how the game played out. They didn't look very good in the first half. They were down 14 to nothing. Should have been 21 to nothing. Right. They stuffed, uh, I believe, Robinson on the yeah. one-yard line a couple times. But that easily could have been a 21 to nothing ball game. And I – but then the Bengals outscored them 24 to 7 in the second half and really just kind of took the game over. Right. And, and, and you know, uh, as much as I hate to say it, Joe Mixon – did okay. I mean, he did all right. He moved the chains when he had to in the second half, you know. Yeah. Um, he got a touchdown. Uh, but he did Joe Mixon, typical Joe Mixon things. But what I really liked and I, and I saw was that I see that Burrow does – I mean, Burrow does not have any – Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Kind of coming like off an injury, that's, a good, yeah. that's, that's what you want to see off – from your franchise quarterback. Yeah. He is your franchise quarterback, right? And he was only sacked one time yesterday. O-line held up. He was sacked zero times against Pittsburgh. So, you know, and granted, now the Bengals haven't played exactly the world's toughest schedule the first four games. And the Jaguars defense is nowhere near, like, it's not scary. No, it's not like what he's going to see in Cleveland coming up. Garrett uh, in his yeah, there's there's going to be a couple other games, so I'm kind of curious to see if the O-line kind of gets time to gel, because if you look at the Bengals' schedule, after their bye is when it gets really, really difficult. But before the bye, uh, they got a couple more games coming up uh, that I think about three of them are winnable. Okay, so you got Packers at Detroit at Baltimore, at New York Jets, and then Cleveland. So I see the Lions and the Jets being two wins. And I think, to be honest with you, the way the Bengals are playing, they might be able to sneak out one against the Ravens or the Browns. I think those are toss-up games, to be honest with you. I, I really do. I don't, I don't, because the talent that they face going up, again, you know, if you look at who they've played, uh, no one's scary, you know. Not right now. You're right. No I mean, scary. Minnesota's one and two, Chicago's one and two, Pittsburgh's one and two, and yeah. Jacksonville is zero and four. Now. Right. So, so, so they're not winning the Packers. They're not winning. Yeah, they're definitely not winning the Packers. And and the Ravens and the, and the Browns, man. I, I know you want to say that it seems like it could be a win, but they're not even home on for those, are they? But they're home for the Browns. Okay, they're not they're home, home against the Ravens. But Browns, maybe. I don't think in Baltimore they're going to pull off. They might not, but, you know, I, I still think that game probably goes down to the wire a little bit. I don't I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, but, you know, I think the Bengals have enough talent, at least on the offense. And their defense is – I mean, other than last night, their defense did not show up to play. Jesse Bates was out. Uh, but uh, I, I feel like the Bengals, they got enough scary, scary people with Jamar Chase – um, T. Higgins, who also didn't play last night, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd. Uh, that They probably have, I'll be honest with you, I think they have the best set of offensive weapons in the entire division. Who's better in that division? The Browns have better running backs with Hunt and Chubb, but the Browns don't have better wide receivers than the Bengals do. 
especially with Jarvis Landry out. So I don't know. I I but I'll, I'll tell you this: Urban Meyer, every loss he takes, it looks like it physically pains him. Okay, he's deflated. He is very deflated. Uh, last night's game, it was a close game. It was a Thursday night game. I don't, they, they I don't know why there. he thought he was going to win, but the they got they got a lot closer than uh, anyone else expected them to. Like whoever played Cincinnati D last night, they got the hopes made, of right here. The hopes of getting some Trevor Lawrence picks. They got burned, you know. Yeah. So, um, outside of outside of that, you know, it shouldn't have been a winnable game. It shouldn't have been a close game. It shouldn't have been. No. But let's uh, let's listen to some of the Urban Meyer post game comments we have here. This this does not sound like the <laughs> Urban Meyer I was accustomed to listening when he was coaching in college. It was obviously the same thing that you saw that uh, they ran the ball. You know, we're up fourteen nothing, and they go right down the field, um, hit a deep ball on uh, Tyson and. And then, um, but they were running the ball, and then they came back and just picked us apart throwing the ball. Tough one. Yeah, I, I don't know the extent. I, I heard it's a break, broken uh, ankle, um, and he's starting to play well, and that's good. that's a big one. And then uh, AJ Cam, we don't know the extent, but it's MCL, and uh, we're not sure the extent of the knee injury. <clears throat> That's devastating. Heartbreaking. You know, these guys, usually I'm not wrong about stuff like that, that I, I just see a good team in there. I see good guys. And I see a, good hearts. I see guys at work. And I told them I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong about that stuff. So that's Urban Meyer. Um, over, under, one season as head coach of Jacksonville. So, so look, um, the the, uh, the the Jags have given uh, tenure to some of some ter- some terrible coaches, right? Uh, over the years, um, and I think that they will give him another chance for one more year. I'm not saying to adjust. Okay, I guess. But then I after the yeah. second year, yeah. I, if he doesn't succeed after year two. See, I don't think he'd get fired. I think he's going to resign. Oh, just okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I don't think he lasts the year. I think he's going to pull a Bobby Petrino like he did in Atlanta. Yeah. The thing is, how long was Chip Kelly around for? Chip Kelly lasted in Philadelphia seasons? for like three seasons before he left. But he, left but, he, he but he won. He, 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 fought, he got fired. But then he went to San Francisco and got awful. But he at least made the playoffs in Philadelphia. He did. You know, Urban But Meyer, he also had a lot more of a talented squad, no? You're right. He did. He did. I mean, hell, he made Nick Foles go 26-2. and two. 26 touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah. And, and granted, Nick Foles did win a Super Bowl back in Philadelphia. So, I mean, there was all of that. But uh, Chip Kelly, uh, what it was, it wasn't that he was unprepared or he didn't know the NFL game, even though he hadn't coached at that level. It was his style that rubbed players the wrong way. I watched a uh, on SB Nation. They have a uh, beef history, and it was uh, Chip Kelly and Michelle McCoy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And yeah, McCoy. Sean Jackson had, had yeah, Sean Jackson problems. And if you remember, that was the, they had a famous incident uh, where Riley. Uh, he was he was out in a concert. Concert right? dropped the end bomb. Riley Cooper right, dropped the end bomb, right. and nothing happens to him, and, and there's no discipline there. But. Uh, but, yeah, LaShawn McCoy uh, really loved Chip Kelly in that first season. And then their relationship kind of deteriorated, and Chip Kelly started losing the locker room. His practices were hard. The up-tempo offense kind of started to wear down the offensive guys. The defense wasn't getting breaks. Um, and it just kind of – he just proved to be unsuccessful at the NFL level. That was his first stint as, as head coach from college, right? Right. And then he was even worse in San Francisco, yeah. even worse. But Urban Meyer – I. We'll see if he can. But here's the thing: Urban Meyer is used to walking into. Didn't Florida. he have a medical condition that he stepped away for for a little from bit? Florida with this heart. heart. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I could see. So I could you see know, why you would say he would leave rather than get fired. Well, yeah, and you know what his heart condition was? It was called Nick Sabanitis. Okay, right, right. he had Nick Saban going on in the, in, <laughs> in, the, in the SEC, and he didn't want to battle him for. He knew he was going to lose more times than not going up against Nick Saban. So he's like, "Oh, my heart hurts." 
on my artwork. So I'm going to go take nine months off and do half half a studio gig before Ohio State calls me. So now with the USC job open, it would not surprise me if Nick, Nick Say, or if uh, Urban Meyer is like, ah, uh, I'm just going to take some time with my family. And then two months later, he's in sunny Southern California. So, uh, yeah. Let me ask you, on a scale of one to ten, yeah. How surprised are you by the Bengals three and one start on a scale of one to ten? I'd say a solid seven. Okay. Eight. You know, yeah. so look, I, I always liked Joe. Um, I the guy that kind of surprised me this year was was Chase actually, based on his preseason and his practices. I I didn't have hope that he was going to translate into you know. He looked like a bust early. He looked like a bust that turned out yeah. to be to, to be great. Yeah. Great route runner, very crisp. Um, and then you know um. I was very, very skeptical about the O-line, and they're putting things together. I guess they needed a couple of games. Or it could be really, like, leadership and management saying, like, listen, like, this is our franchise guy. You have to make sure you protect him almost at any cost, right? You've got to protect this guy. You can't have another major injury, right? No, no, because they're – Group. Oh, it's hard. No, then you you ruin his career. Then at that point, right? Yeah, it's not even he's like the, get jittery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His career is gonna be. Yeah. It's like another Carson Wentz, you know, almost, yeah. right? Yeah. So Carson Wentz had his ACL when he was doing. He was he was crazy. MVP. MVP, MVP candidate. I, bro, I was the biggest Carson Wentz fan that year. I was. I, I couldn't believe he was playing. I kept saying it all yeah. year. The way he was playing reminded me of Aaron Rodgers, and he was literally playing like Aaron Rodgers yeah. for like the first. Ten games of the season, or in eight nine games of the season, and the ACL injury happened, and then after that he had a back injury. Like so, you know, not everyone's Tony Romo. I'm sorry right. to say that not everyone's Aaron Rodgers. Collarbone yeah. broken twice. You know, Tom Romo. Brady tore his ACL. Tom Brady tore his ACL. Not not none. These guys are they're the best for a reason, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't risk. Even if Burroughs is best, is, he has that is, mentality. He does. Kind I don't want to give him that. Time. Yeah, I, but I don't want to give him that injury because yeah. if you're ruining young talent for no reason, yeah. you know. So I'm glad the O line got their shit together. They're like, let's make sure he doesn't get hit, you know. Yeah. And you know, even besides the high ankle sprain from Mixon, I think everything's looking good for you guys. Yeah, and Higgins should be back next week. But I, I I'm going to go a five on a scale of one to ten as far as my surprise. Only because I looked at their early schedule. Okay. And, and, I, and I, games? I saw winnable games, and I said, look, if they're going to have a, a chance at a decent season, they got to come out and win some of these games. <laughs> they can't drop games. And, honestly, they should be 4-0. The Bears game, they should have won that game. But the problem was Burrow had a bad game that, that day. The O-line didn't really come together. It was the second game of the season. He was still getting pressure. He threw three interceptions in a row on three straight possessions. And they, the Bengals still had a chance to win it near the end. But he got four picks for the year. That's not – And three well, of them in one game. I, I mean, four, four games, <laughs> yeah. right? Considering coming off an ACL, considering there's he's a shaky O-line, right? second year in the league. Second too. year in the league. All those put together, he's got, uh, you know, four uh, – Nine. He's got he's got nine touchdowns yeah. to four picks. Yeah. That's not bad, man. That's yeah. not bad. That's, That's almost a two to one ratio. Yeah. Uh, you know, and as far as Jamar Chase goes, I think what no he saw history. in the preseason. I don't think you'll see Burrow rush anymore, though. I don't think you'll see him running as much anymore, which is fine. He's a pocket passer, but uh, with Jamar Chase, he had legs in college, man. Yeah, to wheels. to an extent, but not really. He wasn't Russell Wilson or RG three or like he was. Even he like, was Josh Allen's like surprisingly agile and mobile. That no, was, but he didn't even run it as much as Josh Allen did at Wyoming. Joe Burrow kind of could escape the pocket. You know who Joe Burrow kind of reminded me in college is young John Elway. He could run and escape when he had to, but it wasn't his first choice to run. But as I was saying about Jamar Chase, a lot of people forget that he took all of 2020 off of football. Right. He opted out of COVID. He decided not to play, kept in shape. Because he was such a great talent at LSU, he still went in the top five in the NFL draft. But I think he needed some time to shake off the rust. Uh, when you're out there in pads and live action and people are coming to hit you and you're trying to catch footballs, it, it's, a, it's a big difference, right, than just, catching in a jugs machine and just throw, throwing it around with people. So I think you need that preseason to shake True. some of the rust off. True. Can I just let you know, 
I just happened to look up uh, Burrow's stats at LSU. He ran for okay. those two years. In those two years that he played at LSU, right? He yeah. ran for 820 yards okay. and 14 touchdowns. That's a lot more than I thought. That's a lot that's, more that's than I thought. That's what I was thinking. I thought he had <laughs> and, I was, and I remember, 14 touchdowns is no fluke. Yeah. Seven touchdowns. A year is no joke as a as a runner, you know. And averaging almost four hundred. You know, yeah, four hundred yards. yards yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah. I mean, again, for a, a, a quarterback. But let's move on. Ah, uh, so anyways, that was our Thursday night recap of the Bengals. Uh, the next thing, you know, we want to move on to, and this has been a hot topic in the media lately. Everybody's been talking about it. the NBA vaccination stance. Certain players holding out. We've heard of Andrew Wiggins, Kyrie Irving. Uh, we got Shaq's take on it here. MPJ. Uh, who? Michael Ford Jr. Okay. Also said he was strongly against. Um, get he And you know what his reasoning was? What's that? Um, I had COVID twice. I really want to research it before I get my vaccination. I can't, all right. So we'll, And we will get to that. I, I can't blame certain people for certain way that they feel about things. Uh, Draymond Green had a great quote. I wish I could find the audio on it because they were asking him about how he felt about Andrew Wiggins not getting vaccinated. Um, it was fantastic. His whole, even though he kept saying instead of vaccination, he kept saying vaccinations. But that, that was, <laughs> by the way, Saginaw, Michigan native. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, here's Shaq on Kyrie. Kill O'Neal has to say, and it all has to do with his uh, not being vaccinated. I would go upstairs and say, get him up out of here. You, you, we, we, we go in with a two punch. And a great shooter and some great battles like we got. Get his ass about here. Because now every day I have to answer questions about him and what he's doing. Man. Get his ass about here. Wow. That's you think I'm, that actually happens? I, I don't know. You know. Of course, if I played with him, I'd be in charge all the way all day. So whoever whoever, whoever owns the Brooklyn Nets. Get... Strong words from Shaq Diesel. Man. Hey, man. Shaq's an old school guy. Yeah. And you know what? For a guy that I would say – as old school and as new school as you can get, you know, he's a very recognizable name for the even young, young kids, you know, the yeah. really young kids that are even like LeBron fans growing up, they still know who Shaquille O'Neal sure, is, right? Sure. So Shaq's a very relatable character. He's made a ton of money in the, in the NBA. And I think he realizes that when you sign on that dotted line and you're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to play, you got to get over how you feel about that. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, you have to get over about how you feel. You have to get over about how you, you know, uh, you know, kind of go about it. Because you have a job then at that point. Unless you want to give up your job and not get that money, then which, you can feel all you want then. Which I think well, Kyrie does. Kyrie literally walked out on his team uh, last season during, uh, you know what during the doing? Capitol riots and other things. Yeah, do you know that, what yeah. he's doing? What's that? He's partying in New Jersey, dude. There was Instagram yeah. videos of him partying in New Jersey. I love Kyrie Irving as a player, and I know you don't. I do. Yeah. I do. Uh-huh. But but regardless, I think those kinds of actions are like you have to be Michael Jordan, and even then it's not like cool to do shit like that. No, it's not no. cool. But if if he had six rings and he was carrying his team to championships, then yeah, I guess you can get away with it. Even then, like you won't really get away with it. Right? No, you'll still hear shit, but like. Uh, who does Kyrie think he is? He's not Kevin Durant either. No, man. You know? He's not KD. He's not KD. He's not LeBron James. He's not, a, he's he's not, not even a, LeBron James. He's not, even, he's not even, he's a, not even, a 37-year-old LeBron James. He's not that. Fuck, man. He, he's not even Dame Lillard, dude. Yeah, I, I agree. Because Kyrie Irving, as the number one guy, as the number one guy, has never led a team to the playoffs. I, and I don't want to hear about the. Argue, I don't want to hear about the Boston Celtics series. I, 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 I can't. Again, I'm not yeah. going to argue. I'm not going to argue with the fact that you know, as a number one option, he's he's he can't do it alone. He yeah. just can't do it alone. Okay, but given that fact, right? Yeah. You know, he can't do it alone. Look at this point, man. You know, you're you're also building up such a bad reputation for yourself. Like you will almost be like, uh, you know, um. If it's a sign-in trade or, like, a trade for another player, the other team may, like, think twice about buying you out. Yeah. Because you you're that much of a headache to the team chemistry. He's become a distraction. He, is a, he was a distraction in Boston. He's a distraction in Brooklyn. But, but, you know, here's the other thing. The NBA came out and said, look, we're not going to pay you for games you miss because you can't play. Correct. And I'm all for that. Listen – 
if you're taking the stance, if you know, so New York has, New York is one of the few states yep. that has mandated the vaccine. Oh, Basically, yeah, California. Yes. Uh, that is, they're saying, listen, if you're not vaccinated, you can't do certain things. So one of the things is he can't play NBA basketball game. He can't play in the home games. And so I just had this conversation with my friend yesterday. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, Brooklyn, L.A. finals. It's going to be crazy. I was like, yeah, Biggie, Tupac, East Coast, West Coast. That's all cool. But what's funny is Kyrie Irving will not be able to play a single game because the, between the home games that are the games in L.A. Yeah. and the games in, in Brooklyn, he's not going to be vaccinated. He's not going to be playing in the NBA finals because of how he feels. And he might not be playing much this season. 41 games, 41 home games, gone. That's half the season. Half the season gone. So I want to know, anybody out there listening, if you call in, tell us how you feel about the and, and NBA. To my, is to, doing. My, to my New Jersey folks, yeah. man, all you guys that, that know, uh, you know, and I've watched Kyrie Irving play in New Jersey, step in, say something. Three nine 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 three seven six one. 399 We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, listen. As, I, as you had alluded to before about uh, Michael Porter Jr. saying he wanted to do more research, I, I, I'm going to say this on air. Um, I approve of the vaccines. I don't approve of vaccine mandates. Um, when you have something that's out there that's been highly politicized, that has taken a turn to the point where people do not trust certain things, and now people are pushing, 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 pushing this vaccine. Uh, and Draymond Green had also said that to the interview. It makes people stop and think twice about it. Why are people pushing this so hard? Why is it being pushed so hard? Is there a conspiracy behind it and all kinds of other crap? Well, there's a lot of misinformation that's out there, right? Of there's a ton of misinformation out there. People don't know what's real. But there's misinformation. But a lot of the thing is people are what people are asking themselves and what no one's gotten good information on is hey if i had covid already if i already had this thing and i tested positive and i didn't have a vaccine if i already caught this in 2020 how likely am i to catch it again no one's been saying anything about that no one's been saying any hard data i have friends out there who are like listen i'm not against being vaccinated i'm not against it but this was rolled out in a in a historic amount of time, okay? Pushed, pushed, pushed. There have been side effects. There have been cases where people develop myocarditis after the vaccine. Certain brands. Certain, certain brands. There's been blood clotting through Johnson & Johnson. So people are a little hesitant. And AstraZeneca. And, and, AstraZeneca. and there's not any information coming out. People are it, – it, a lot of people feel like they're hiding – that information is being hidden, that true information about the vaccine. And I don't think the best way to get people on board with the vaccine is to basically sit there force and them force them to yeah, – hold them down and force them to. I agree. I think you have to battle the misinformation, and you have to educate people. Yep, I agree. I, I think science, at the end of the day, will probably, you know, reign supreme in my sense because I think the the real data will show – whether it's safe or not. So, so look, here's the thing. My stance on vax or non-vax yeah. is really I don't give a fuck, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, uh, it's your, your choice. Honestly, it's your choice. Do you know the ramifications? If you do your research, you know the ramifications. If you don't do your research, right. you know your ramifications, or so on and so forth. You do it. You figure it out, right? Yep. But when you have a job, right, that pays you, don't sit there and bitch and moan if your job says you have to be vaccinated. True. And you're going to lose pay. Because, here, I'll give you another scenario. Right now, someone's pitching and moaning about not getting paid is Ben Simmons. Because okay. Ben Simmons flat out said, I'm not showing up. Right. And he's losing. Um, he's going to lose $8 million, um every quarter. Yeah. And he's going to lose $237,000 every game that he misses. Right. That he, that he doesn't play. So his, his camp is saying, oh, we, that money, you know, should be, you know, recoupable and blah, 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 if he gets traded or whatever the hell. And they're saying, no, if you don't show up, you're not getting paid. And all his money is being put into an escrow right now, sends the, the, the fines and everything right, else yeah. that, he, that he picks up, piles up. Yeah. So it's not just COVID, but, like, if you don't show up, you're not going to get paid, right? Same way at the NFL training camps. You know, guys hold out. They want better deals. Whatever. Uh, they don't want to get fired. Yeah, they don't, and they don't want to lose all that money and right. whatever. They 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 play a game of chicken, and yeah. usually they usually, they usually lose. Yeah, 
Uh, interesting note that you brought up Ben Simmons. Uh, ben Simmons is, my God, man. I, 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 whoever's advising him is giving him bad advice right now. Is it still, is it um, LeBron's guy? I'm not it's sure. Who, I, you know, I don't know who uh, his agent is. But, dude, I, you know, even like MD's coming out and is like, dude, what are you doing? We've given you everything. Yeah, it is, Rich Paul. Um, you know, every you know, even he's like, listen, we've given you everything you've ever wanted. We gave you all the shooters you need. Yeah, he, like he he listed out the, the three point percentages of the right. shooters that he was around to buy. Yeah, Harris, uh, JJ Redick at some point. And then he he was also bitching about the fact that they got rid of Jimmy Butler, who yeah. indeed wasn't happy about that happening because him and and Simmons didn't buy. Right. Okay. Because Butler needs the ball in his hands. Yeah. And so does Simmons. And so does Simmons. But because it, because because had Simmons been able to generate his own offense, yeah, he wouldn't need the ball in his hands. He wouldn't need no. He could play off ball. But, but Butler doesn't you know. necessarily need the ball in his hands either. He demands it. Yeah, he wants to run through him at least one look. Which is, you know, I'll be honest with you, the Sixers might have a championship right now if they kept Butler and gotten rid of Simmons. Oh man. If they got rid of Simmons at that I, time yeah. and got in some other players, then you had Butler and B. Tobias Harris. And they had kept um, Curry and not let him go. The Sixers might be hoisting a title right now. Because Butler took a bunch of nobodies in Miami to the final. I mean, a bunch uh, of young bucks, man. A young young bucks. Bucks. I shouldn't say nobodies. Bam Abadai is a nice player. Duncan yeah, he Robinson. just came out. Yeah, yeah he just, just came, came out. out. Duncan Robinson, Tyler Harrow. Second year. Second yeah, like third they, year. It, it wasn't like he had no all he, he wasn't. He wasn't squatted up, man. Like, he, you know, he... He didn't have a top five player in Embiid. And granted, he had three months off in between. So, a lot, you know, a lot of things When they, when they lost to to, to, um, to Kawhi on that lucky roll, I think that was as close as they were going to get. Yeah, that season, probably, probably. Uh, so, we got this new segment, uh, since we're not going to have a chronic corner today. Uh, I apologize. Sam's going to go do... Uh, uh, take some hits from the bong in the next couple of weeks, yeah. and he's got to get his mind right for the chronic corner, which right. I totally understand. Uh, but we got a new a segment where we are going to narrate videos, oh, uh, oh. Uh, viral videos here. Uh, this one has been out for a little while. It came out this, over the summer. But it was basically, it was a Nest video that caught this. Uh, this man's doing some Spider-Man moves here to avoid shit. Is he acting like Neo from The Matrix? Pretty much. So uh, there's no sound for the video, so all the sound that you will have is me and Sam narrating this video. Okay, so here we go. We're playing. All right, so he's getting his stuff out of the trunk of the car. Clearly, it looks like a breakup. He's just trying to get all his crap out. Oh, oh the car! Oh, she's trying to run him over. She's oh no, back. she ran over him. <laughs> she's trying. And then oh, now, he's on oh, and he dodges it, and she drives right into the she's wall. On the sidewalk now. Oh, she now the car. She's getting, stepping out, and she's holding her head. She's looking at the car. She's like, I can't believe. And he's he made her drive the car. He's, he's laughing he's right now. He's laughing at her. He's taunting her. He's taunting her, walking that, up to the window. Now, would you be taunting a woman that just tried to run you over? Correct, and I think she's making her move again. Yeah. I think it's like a lion, or a lioness, rather. Yeah, uh, she's trying to sneak up, up, maybe. Setting up a kill. Oh, no, he's in the middle of the street now. Why he's is he still taunting back? her. Why is he going back for her? He's still taunting Dude, her. Dude, you're going to get run over, man. Look at this now. He's Here walking away. Here she comes. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just barely dodges her. hair, my hair. He missed by a hair. And he's jumping around. He's jumping around. He's and, laughing at oh, her. man. And her she's out of the car. Her car is wrecked. And the windshield wiper's on. Yeah, there's still other bricks all over the front there's, of the car. Oh, jeez. Looks like a decent well, Honda she, Accord that she's, she's driving. driving. No, it's actually a – it is a Honda Accord. You're right. <laughs> oh, my God. Fighting in the street. She's chasing him down the street. They are fighting in the street. Oh, what my God. Wait, wait, wait. They're, they're over here. They are over here. They are wrestling. They are wrestling around. Wait, there's cars moving now. I think you can, you can, you'll get a better view. Yeah. This isn't Baltimore, folks, where the wire happens. So, you know, this should be. Rest in peace, Michael Williams. Yeah. Uh, Omar. 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 But, yeah, so that's yeah. it. Now, it's now, still, now. They're still tussling. They're still tussling, tussling but is now. third person? Yeah, there's a couple of people out there trying to separate them. All right. Well, there it is. So, how 
what did you have to do to get a woman so mad that she tries to run your ass over? Not once. Not twice, but three. Uh, oh, maybe you should try Wendy's breakfast. The <laughs> <laughs> random audio coming through the speakers here. Okay. Sorry, guys. So I, I, I don't. So look, man, cheating is bad. You know, cheating, cheating could maybe warrant something like that. But I think it's worse. I think he might have like ran up a credit card bill or some <laughs> shit, like that. and like bought like ten thousand dollars worth of shit, and was just like, "That's it. I'm out now." <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like, I'd want to run you. somebody. I would want to run over somebody. Oh my and god! My card and ran up 10k. I'd be like, I'm gonna run your ass over. I mean, could it be as bad like cheating? Like, like he fucked her sister? Oh, well, that's bad. That's really, that's, that's really damn bad. That's really, really bad. But or like, what if he gave her herpes? The herpes, oh. herpes. No, but then she wouldn't calmly let him get all his shit out of the car then. But she did it. She was trying to. She, no, she no, baited so, him. So, so initially, initially yeah. when the trunk popped open, yeah. she was taking the stuff out. She just stood there, checking herself, and then she, she started. Him. And then she started reversing out. Yeah. She was baiting him. I don't know. She I was think, baiting. Him. I feel like a woman like that that tries to run you over would probably go with a, a steak knife or something like that. You know, Lord, or a kitchen man. knife or some shit like that. You know, but I don't know, man. Dude, yeah. she snapped. She literally lost her car. Was absolutely destroyed. Destroyed, man. Completely destroyed. And she like went over the sidewalk a bunch of times. That was nuts. Absolutely nuts. All right, we're putting it on the poll. If your lover racks up your credit card debt, is that worthy of getting run over? That's <laughs> going to go up on the poll. Okay, guys. So wait, uh, you got to put a dollar amount because it could be like all right, ten thousand dollars. If your lover racks up 10,000 without G's, letting you know, without letting you know, 10 G's of credit, is it worth running them, him or her over? All right. Uh, that's going to catch a lot of heat. That is going to catch a lot of heat. That will be on the poll after the uh, after you the show tonight. Put the link of the video into the. Yes. 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 As the, the link of the video yeah. will be in there. All right. So now we're going to preview the NFL. It's a big weekend. Uh, week, uh, what week is it? Week four, I guess. Yep. Yeah, week four of the NFL season. Yep. Um, we got our picks coming up and some fantasy football advice. Lord, uh, we could not be any worse right now at making picks currently. It, so, it's uh, been rough. Go the opposite of whatever we decide. Yes, I please, I beg you, do not put your mortgage or child's tuition fund uh, banking on the hope that we will get it right because we will, as, not get yeah, right. we will not get it right. We are not professionals at this, although I'd like to think that I am, but I am not. Not with the, <laughs> not with the record currently of 5 and 11. It's been I'm like 4 and 10. Yeah, 4 and 12. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's pick our first game. Uh, we got Washington – on the road against Atlanta as one and a half point favorites. I don't. Can you not pick this one? You don't want to pick this why one. Do you want, why do you want to do a one and a half? I hate one and a half lines. Because right? they're they're road favorites. Okay, fine. All right. I, uh, I, I, okay. I, I, I mean, All right. Go ahead. You pick. No, 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 no. All right. We'll go. We're gonna go. Okay. How about? No. You know what? Fuck it. We'll pick it. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Washington at one and a half. Go yeah. Ahead. What's your pick, Dick? Oh wow! Wow! Someone is testy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Redskins minus one and a half. Atlanta needs a win so badly. <laughs> Don't they have? They have one. I, I know, yeah. but their offense is just so <laughs> god awful that, like, even that one win was, like, squeaked away against, you know. Yeah. By the way, Washington, uh, for those listening, is 0-3 against the spread this season, so I think they're due. <laughs> okay, so you know what? I'm going to go Redskins. Okay. All right. That's a good call. I, I haven't looked at it from that perspective. <laughs> Next one, Carolina at Dallas. Dallas, okay, so four no and McCaffrey. a half points favorite. No McCaffrey. No McCaffrey. No McCaffrey. Um, four and a half. Dallas is four and a half favorite? Yeah. I think that defense is better, man. That yeah. defense is good. I think the Carolina like the Cowboys. Wait, are they, are they in Dallas? They're in Dallas. Yeah, I like the Cowboys. All right, Cowboys. Sam is taking the Cowboys minus four and a half. I actually prefer the Panthers plus four and a half. I know that they are missing C-Mac, uh, but. Yeah, that Dallas defense is pretty trash, too. Um, I think Sam Darnold's improved 
Um, I, I liked the weapons. Uh, the, here's the thing. Dallas is secondary, which I think Dallas' defense has improved, especially on the front seven, but their back end has not improved. And they're going to have to go up against Robbie Moore and DJ, or Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Yeah. Speedsters. Uh, speedsters. Uh, I, I like Darnold to hit a couple big throws. And Carolina's rush defense is ferocious. That's the key. Carolina's rush defense is currently holding teams to 62 right, I'm gonna yards. Go, I'll, go, I'll go to Carolina. I'll, go, I'll pick Carolina. You fucker. Okay. <laughs> See, the sale's still there when called upon. So, I, all right. So, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to, to sit on I didn't know the, their rush defense was that well. That could, that could actually. Yeah. Uh, That's the stat that was surprising to me. All right, so we're both taking the Panthers here. We both took the Redskins. Uh, All right, next one. We got the Saints and the Giants. The Saints are seven-point favorites, but the Giants have led in every single game this season. Even though they are 0-3, they have had the lead in every single game. They do for a good game. Maybe not a win, but they're due for a good game, I think. Yeah. So a good game means that they might be able to cover that spread. So I'm going to go with the Giants. My pick. If I'm whispering, I should be whispering because, you know, we are an audio show. So, oh. No one can see your goofy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You, man, you get a haircut and you think you're special? All right, so we're both taking the Giants plus seven. You know what? I should just be picking opposite of whatever Sam says. Sure. Go yeah, ahead. What do you feel like, John? But I'm not going to. Okay. Okay. Anyways, all right, next one up. Uh, this one is interesting to me, and I'm going to pick it because of the dearth of injuries on one side of the ball. Tennessee at New York. Tennessee six-point favorites, That's- but they will be without Julio Jones and hey. A.J. Brown. Yep. They still have Derrick Henry. They do. They can give him the ball 35 times and let him run for, like, 200 yards. It, yeah, but is the Jets' defense any good? Because I no, thought the Jets' no, defense was no. at least okay. No. No, bro. No? I'm, I'm, I am giving up on the Jets now. For me, I, it's just a – let Zach Wilson get his exposure now. But We're gonna, gonna, I, I've thrown the season. Like, they're, they're not going to get shit together by, until it's week eight. Are they gonna are they are they gonna ruin Zach Wilson though? I really to. hope they don't. Yeah. I really hope they don't because he's he's still a good quarterback. It's just dude, a lot of drop passes from the Jets receivers too. Have you seen the last couple of weeks? Yeah. A lot of drop passes, bro. Even Corey Davis, Mr. Fucking thirty eight million dollars you know, yeah. contract, he dropped two fucking balls, you know. So, so let me ask you. <clears throat> I know hindsight. You know what? I'm going Jets. Jets. Okay. I'm gonna, I, I, you know, right. I'm going with both the New York teams this week. Okay. Um, because Jets minus what? They're also, Jets plus six. So. Yeah. They're also they're also zero and three. They're also yeah. due for a good game. Maybe not a win, but they can keep it within a field goal. I think. You know. I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to differ with you here. I'm going to take the Titans minus six. I think that defense gives uh, uh, Zach Wilson some nightmares, but. Let me ask you, and I know and that's hard. the upset of the week. Like a lot of people are calling upset for the Jets, yeah. you know, against the Titans, but I don't see it happening. I see them making the game competitive, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not a blowout. I don't know, but see, second half of the games, the Jets. If you wear down the Jets with with Derrick Henry, he's gonna rip off fifty yards in the second half, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's no good. That is no. But good. here's the thing: is if you if the Jets. And Marcus Mays hurt too, by the way. Yeah. But if the Jets stack the box and say, listen, we're going to send eight, nine guys, and we're going to make Tannehill throw to guys we've never heard of. Our secondary no is no good. But our secondary is no There's good. no Corey Davis. There's no A.J. Brown. There's no Julio Jones. Who are you throwing it to? A bunch of no-namers. Exactly. So I'm going to stack the box. Yeah, I'm going to stack the box, put nine in the box, and I'm going to say I'm not going to let Derrick Henry beat me in this game. I'm going to make Tannehill beat me with a bunch of scrubs. So – Here's here's what I wanted to ask you. That about. takes a lot out of the D, bro. Yeah. It makes the D like when you stack the box like that, there's gonna come a play where you know, the just the game script itself can change yeah. to where there's a stack and it's a it's a fake and boom, you have a six yard sweep from a, a no name receiver, you know. Yeah. Coming around because you had no idea you thought it was gonna be Derrick Henry all day. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't. I wouldn't. I hate picking against. You know, a t- my team. My team. I hate. I hate picking. Yeah. Making a pick. You know, but. Uh, again, I don't have faith in the Jets this year. Let me ask you: Should the Jets have? With hindsight, always, with hindsight always being 2020, mm-hmm. should the Jets have stuck with Sam Darnold? Can I tell you what I really think? Yeah. All right. That's, so before, that's what I'm before this before this whole thing even happened, right? I was saying, fuck the picks, right? Forget the picks you get for Darnold, right? Yeah. You have a fifth-year option on Darnold. Let him run one more year with the new head coach and see how he does and let Zach Wilson sit a year and learn, you know? Um, or, or if no, I would have really used, used those picks instead of Zach Wilson. I would have used that pick number two. They could have traded down and or got another say, weapon. You're saying you're saying keep Donald long term, and, and and or even for the fifth year option. This is here's what I'm saying. So you're saying Zach Wilson's not a generational talent to to have to pick, make a pick on a QB for. You could have stuck stuck with Donald. He has, he would have had two more years. Yeah. Now. He would have had this year and this fifth year option picked up next year. And he would have played two more years, pretty much, with the Jets. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, and, and let them be god awful, and maybe another generational prospect comes up. Or maybe they're not god awful. Maybe instead of taking another new, quarterback, coach, you have a new coach, coach yeah, and maybe yeah. you take those all those picks that they had, and you surround Darnold with better weapons. Okay, with instead the, of taking away weapons, bro. And, and, yeah. So they took away Robbie Anderson. I can't believe that. Zach Wilson, I showed you his stats. Sands for the one breakout year he had at BYU. His stats were not impressive at BYU. He's struggling. I don't think that's a sign that he's going to be a bust in the NFL. But Justin Fields is also struggling. Um, He's struggling big time. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, even to an extent, is struggling. Uh, we're not seeing the rookie quarterbacks like the Lamar Jacksons and the Josh Allen so far. And that's not to say these guys can't get better. I also think all of them uh, are in bad situations. They, none of them yeah. landed on supremely talented teams. The Bears yeah. have no offense. They have a head coach who I don't think knows what he's doing. He doesn't know how to scheme or game plan or get his best weapons open. Urban Meyer is a first-time NFL head coach. And Robert Sala is a first-time coach after being defensive coordinator. And, and there's just nothing there in New York. He has nothing to throw to. He has no dominant running game. Right. So, so I completely, 110% agree. I think the one thing that, that's very you know, crazy that people don't look at is that when, when the Bears traded for Khalil Mack, they gave up a bunch of assets, I guess. Yeah. And instead of surrounding even Mitch Trubisky, for that matter, right, even though he sucks, yeah. listen, the guy is god-awful. He had one fluke year yeah. when he was decent, right? Outside of that one fluke year, he wasn't, he wasn't really spectacular. On In fact, he was terrible. Uh. But they didn't surround him with any talent either. They didn't give him. They gave him Anthony Miller and, like, you know. Allen Robinson was there. Allen okay. Robinson, a lot besides Allen Robinson, yeah. right? Tariq Cohen, Dave Montgomery. Montgomery, Montgomery was even there when he was. When he was there. there. He was there. This is Montgomery's second year, isn't it? Third. Third year. So yeah, so yeah two years ago. Yeah. But here's here's the other thing about the Bears. They took Trubisky over Watson and Mahomes. I mean, Watson would have been getting massages and getting uh, well, you know maybe in, off maybe in Chicago in, instead of Houston. Oh, maybe in Chicago they don't keep their mouth shut. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't pretend Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson is actually guilty of sexually assaulting women, terrible. I do not condone terrible, it. Terrible, terrible. I don't condone it. Terrible. Uh, whole situation smells fishy to me, man. You think you think that Houston kind of set him up because he wanted to be out? Yes. I, I know a lot of people that feel that way. Let me just say I know this. a lot of people that feel that way. None of the women that have came forward are willing to go on the stand and talk about it. Number two. But these interviews that they gave about him, you know, like explicit details of what he did, explicit details, man. He was humping the air and all kinds of weird shit. Okay, okay. Like really, really weird shit, bro. But it just so happens that the lawyer. For someone that's been so by the books throughout college, even in the NFL, he could have a different side that nobody knows about. He might. A lot of these athletes do because we only see them, you know, certain areas. Sixteen but, weeks out of the year. But the, the, field. the lawyer who brought this case about, guess he's a, who? He's a fraud, bro. But guess who he's best friends with? Who? 
Cal McNair, who happens to be the owner of the Houston Texans. Best friends with him. So, I I, I don't know, man, but we'll see what happens. We'll see how that plays out. I don't condone sexual assault. If he is not guilty, shame on the fucking Texans. Yeah. And if he is guilty, shame on you, Deshaun. Exactly. Because someone of your caliber, even if you have this disgusting, you know, yeah. desires, right? Do it in places that are normal where people are accepting of that, right? Well, but desires. I mean, so look, man, if the guy wants to get jerked off, like, officially, like, that's what he wants. He basically got to pay for it. Go for it. Yes, go pay for a handy, man. Every, if you're that desperate. But here's the thing. You're an NFL quarterback. How, how is it that you can't? You're, and not only is he an NFL quarterback, but he's a handsome-looking dude. It's not like he looks like some some – he doesn't look like Vinny Pesaverdi. Yeah, or or even Jared Lorenzen. Rest, oh, God. rest, rest in peace. peace. Yeah, yeah. Okay? He's a handsome dude. You could go to the club, any club, and pick up a chick. And pick up a chick. All you have to be like is, dude, I'm Deshaun Watson. I'm an NFL football player. And, hell, you don't even need to say his name. You don't even need to say his name. He's flashing not, dude, at the club. He's going to – that's what I never understood. I never understood about football players – who like famous athletes who rape women. I don't understand it. All right. I am not an attractive male. That's why I'm doing I mean, radio and podcasts. I mean, okay. Don't, don't, give me, don't sell yourself short. Bro. I'm Thanks. selling myself short. Okay. No, no. But I've still been able to close on females. If I was an, a rich, attractive, fit, professional athlete, your closing percentage would be in the 90s. Sky high, dude. I'd be Babe Ruth. Dude, I'd be hitting 750, man. Slugging it, okay? <laughs> this is out of control with these athletes who, who fucking, I feel like, you know, porn has ruined them. I think the dog fart network has ruined them. They all just think, you know, these these horny white girls want, like, 12 brothers at the same time. I, uh, I, I you know. genuinely don't. See, there, and a couple of years ago, for, yeah. if you remember, Derrick Rose had that whole thing you know, yeah. that went yeah. down. And to me, it was a big, that was a big no-no because, yeah. like, I read the, the 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 details of yeah. the of the trial and it was not cool. No, what no. he did was not cool, bro. No, I Kobe mean, Bryant had something. That's what back I'm saying. The what, it, what what they did was not cool. Yeah. But like, if you have that type of behavior, either you gotta rein it the fuck in, yeah. or you, bro, like, be a normal person. Be a normal fucking human being. It's hard. Here's the thing: the bar and, and try to buy a girl a drink. And then try to close it like everyone, every other normal person does. But here's the thing. I'll say this about athletes. They're young, they have a ton of money, and they've been worshipped since they were 12 years old. Especially, they're sitting on a pedestal. They're sitting on a pedestal. Especially someone like Derrick Rose, who was highly recruited coming out of high school. He, he, I, think, I think he had a scholarship to Memphis yeah, in the ninth so grade. In ninth grade. He, I think he got his scholarship to Memphis in the ninth or tenth grade. When you are that young and you're being worshipped, and then which is why I have to give a shout out before we make our last pick. I got to make a shout out to LeBron James. LeBron James has been worshipped since yes. high school. Yes. He has been, but he's the poster boy though. But the he NBA kept his nose clean. Yo, I he love that. Never been I, trouble, I love that about LeBron James. You understand that? Right? Yeah. That is my most. That that's one of the most like important things for when it comes to considering him one of the yeah. most. Is how um, how respected how like by the books he went about his career, man. He's never in the headlines for anything wrong. Never. Yeah, even Michael never. Jordan couldn't keep his nose clean. Like I know that. he was gambling. Gambling. He had an affair yeah. on Juanita. Yeah. Uh, and and you know there's a rumor out there, and there was a uh, a former crime mob person uh, who uh, spoke to this on YouTube, but. That there's growing, growing, growing evidence that Michael Jordan quit to go play baseball, but he was forced to take a time off. That they called it, it was basically a suspension by the NBA for gambling, and that his father was killed over gambling. Yes, yeah, so I know I read that yeah. too, and I had I'd seen him. Even if it is, even if it was, yeah. I'm sure that he. That's a big tarnish on his image. Yeah, you know, it is. It is. Yeah. He still has a tarnish on his image. But if he took that time off to, as a suspension, yeah. right, at least he came back and he was clean. Yeah, that's true. You know? But, but there are guys yeah. that are repeat offenders for certain things. That, yeah. Like, 
dude, like, Kareem Hunt, you know, technically, like, they caught him on video. Tyreek Hill's girlfriend said that she was being choked out by him while she was pregnant. That was the official report to the police. You know, Joe Mixon, what he did. All right, but there's a – all right, here, Joe Mixon's thing was also bad, too, man. Joe Mixon's thing was bad. It it was bad. But then again, who who we, who are we to know? We don't know. I mean, we don't know the exact details. We know what's written in the police report. Well, I also and know. These, and nowadays, yeah. bro, these women actually go after athletes. They do. To fuck them up. Yeah. To take their money, to make them whatever. Or to, to just just make an embarrassment out of them. Yeah, yeah. their careers. So here's this is video uh, real quick. Um, of the Joe Mixon incident. This is when he was at Oklahoma. Uh, so wait, here we go. We got ads from YouTube that we have to skip over because they're not paying. Yeah, us. they're not paying us. So this is graphic graphic violence. Here we go. Attorneys for Oklahoma football player Joe Mixon to release. We're just going to mute that. We don't need that. But so you hear, you see Joe Mixon. Yeah. So from his side of the story, yeah. is that she was calling him the n-word she also uh, now you shouldn't hit women i'm going to say that you shouldn't hit women but if you see this she you know she lunged at him she lunged at him he's talking to somebody you can't hear audio of the actual incident but then she pushed him and then she smacked him and then he hit her okay now you shouldn't you shouldn't hit women you should not but at the same time you have young kids who are 18 19 years old Okay, in that situation. Now, Tyree Kill's situation, a little bit different. He had multiple offenses with that chick, okay? Right. But in the cases of Kareem Hunt, Joe Mixon, even Ray Rice. Uh, Ray single, Rice. Single, single, single. Single incident, Ray Rice. Correct. Who was a model citizen, and he never got another shot again. and ruined his career after that, okay? And he was he, 31 or 29. When 29, 28, 29 when it happened. Now, like I said, I don't condone hitting women. I don't condone it. You should never do it. But I also know that if you're seven, if you're 18, 19 years old and you've been drinking alcohol and someone's smacking you, sometimes you don't have the wherewithal to, to know what's best, right? And that one poor decision shouldn't define you for the rest of no, your I, life. No, I, I, I have to agree with you on that because, you know, you can't um, – you can't – Take that because he could have, he could have definitely not could have he definitely has grown as a person yeah since that he stayed clean because he's been in some karate yeah. correct yeah but for, here's the other deal though like he that him being who he was because even when he was at yeah. Oklahoma everyone knew who he was yeah you yeah. know he wasn't he wasn't a, a no he wasn't some four string exactly, running back exactly yeah, yeah, he, yeah. everyone yeah. he it's expected of him. To not even put himself in that position. Sure. He, sure. If he was tipsy and out and drunk, or whatever, he shouldn't have been waiting around someone. You're right. You're right. He should have had sent his friends to grab his food for him, or yeah. you know, delivered something. I don't know. That's true. Whatever. But I will he's say Joe this: Mixon. he's a he, he plays for Oklahoma. He's a big time. And people want to antagonize. Yeah. So they, and they, wanna... they, need, they need this much. They they need a, they need an inch, and they're going to try to take a mile and, and beat you up. Hundred percent on your personality. All right, so our last pick, as we got a little bit off the rails there, but that was good. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed that very much. Don't say you're picking Ravens, Broncos. No, man, because that's an even line right now. It's an even line. Yeah. Yeah. So, I actually – Oh, Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, The game that we are now going to pick – Oh, that's because – what's the name's not playing? Rams, Cardinals. Rams are four-point home favorites over the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. I'm taking the Rams. Okay. Yep. You like the Rams plus four or, yep. or minus four. Yep. Sorry. Matthew Stafford hasn't lost to the Cardinals since 2015. Okay. Very good. That defense, that Rams defense, small Kyler Murray. I'm taking the Rams too, minus four. Oh, you are? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to take the Rams minus four there. I That's going to be like a very Stafford. good game. I also like the way Stafford matches up against the defense that they play. Yeah. yeah. So Stafford is actually used to playing some of these NFC guys being in the NFC North in Detroit for all those years. Yeah. You know, he's played some of these guys, and he knows what types of setups they have. Yeah. To me, that should be the Sunday night game. Of I agree. I agree. I agree. This homecoming to Foxborough is bullshit. Yeah. The Patriots suck, dude. They're playing Mac Jones. Mac you know? Jones. 
and Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Jones. Yeah. And, you know, and their best receiver is Jacoby Myers. Who I'm benching this week. Okay. Very good call. Uh, speaking of, that's, that's the other thing is I forgot about fantasy football advice. We got five minutes left. Uh, if you have any fantasy questions, please call into our expert, Sam, here. Uh, the number is 563-999-3761. Uh, Sam, go, go. Let's, let's hear some, uh, get some start sit advice for you. All right. Uh, so can we go with uh, your squad? If, if uh, I don't want to go with my, my squad's set, man. We, my my squad you, sucks, okay? No, no, I know, but okay. can, we, can we run through your squad, like see what you have going for this week? Okay, so I started Joe Burrow last night. He got me 39 points. Okay. Solid. Not the effort I was hoping for. I was hoping okay. more for like 45, 50 points in this league where okay. quarterbacks get big bonuses. But I'll take it. So, with all the injuries I had a wide receiver, with A.J. Brown being out, um, and I'm starting Antonio Brown and Deontay Johnson, who's healthy. He's been cleared to play. I'm rolling with Eckler and Jonathan Taylor at running back. Okay. Noah Fant as my tight end, and Cortland Sutton in my flex. And I hate to go two Broncos there, but my other options for the flex are Zach Moss, or Cordero Patterson with Eli Mitchell looking more and more doubtful to play right in the game. Can I make a suggestion real quick? Yes. If, if J.J. Taylor is available in your draft. Who's J.J. Taylor? He is now the new James White of, of the New England offense. But who I dropped only on five bucks. I'm looking. So yeah. I, do you, are you, like, supremely sold on Patterson? Because you think I – wouldn't, I, would, I wouldn't want to own any of that Atlanta back, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah but, but – That's it, the only person I see that I could – and that would be a stash for me. I would yeah. in a PPR league. I would stash JJ Taylor because he will have a lot of receptions. I mean, take a look at it. You know, see see what he's what he's doing. You know, how yeah. he's working off. Go with go with you know with your gut, obviously, right? But that would be a stash for me. A start for me this week. Justin Herbert's like a guaranteed start this yeah. week for, for me. I would also start. You like him in that matchup with the Raiders? Yes, okay. I definitely do. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think that okay. he's going to play well. He can he can play well against uh, in, in high scoring games. I think yeah. you know um, as long as their run game is, is good. Las Vegas. I don't know if they're getting Jacobs back this week or not. So, no, Josh Jacobs is looking out, so it's going to be the Barber and with, uh, Bar- Drake. Barber and Kenyon Drake. But okay. Barber's probably going to get the majority of the touches in that game. So I pick, I picked up Barber for yeah. 55 bucks last oh, week. Oh, did you? I okay. spent 55 by $5 on him yeah. out of 150 I got him. But uh, another start for me would be Jonathan Taylor. So I know you, you I'm, have I'm, Taylor. I'm hesitant, man. I, I, I definitely think that Taylor will have a, a, a very good game. It's um, – Look, Miami has a good defense, but all the the teams that they've gone up against, like let's look at the last three teams, okay. uh, last, last three running backs that they've gone up against. They've gone up against Damian Harris, De- Devin Singletary, and Peyton Barber. Okay. All of them have, have eclipsed 90 yards. Wow. Okay. And all three of them have uh, eclipsed that number against Miami. Yeah. So, the, you know, some predictions have them at 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. I, you know, so, I would take it. Yeah, so that that would be that would be a, a start to me. A quit. I would. I'm going to do a quit or a sit rather. Okay. <laughs> quit. <laughs> I went because I have a. I do a a start. Okay. A sit, stash, and a quit. Okay. That's why. Okay. So, um, uh, a, a a sit for me is Ryan Tannehill. Do not play Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Don't play Damian Harris this week, and don't play Kenny Galladay this week. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Let, let me ask you a question. Do you think Antonio Brown's targets are going to be up since Gronkowski is likely going to be out? And they have no running backs, apparently. So. Uh, Bernard's hurt now. Yep. I think and is Fournette hurt? Or, no, no. Or, or Rojo's, got, Rojo's got that, Got still has, like, you know, okay. his, his mental issues. Okay. He's missing blocks. He's doing a yeah. lot of dumb stuff. But in, A.B., if he's back. He's I, back. He's I, back. I would, He's back play, in practice. I would play AB. Yeah, I feel I pretty confident AB. about AB in this one. Because uh, uh, New England doesn't have Stephen Gilmore this year. Yeah. Even though their corners are decent, they're gonna their corners. But you still got Godwin, Godwin and Mike Evans. They're gonna be zoned yeah. in on the two bigger guys, yeah. and and I think Brown is is a definitely a good play this week. What is he projecting? He's only projecting twelve points right now. I think that's gonna change. Uh, I like you know what I see the flow of the Tampa Bay offense. Yeah. You notice. Evans had a bad first game. At second, touchdown, right? Yeah. Um, this guy is now 
out one week because of COVID. I think Tom Brady's going to feed him. Yeah, he's going to feed him. him. I think AB's hungry. Feed him, Tom. Feed him, that's, that's all the time we got. What a great Friday. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Harlem Heat's going to take us out. Take us out.